Where'd you watch this on? Because it wasn't on anything when I looked it up. Jim Flicks. Oh, you got Jim Flicks, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was looking when you when you asked me, do I have it? I was like, I know I have it, but I haven't seen that DVD in a long time. Mm. So I was looking for it. Let me ask you: Did you when you watched it? Did you get the original version or the version with like the comic book stills in the it? comic book? Stills. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's the one that I have, which I don't particularly care for. Really? Yeah, I like it. I mean, I think when I was younger, I liked it, but uh, I I wish I had a copy of like I wish the the DVD because the DVD that I have it's the director's cut, which is the one with the comics. I wish I had a, it came with both versions like the mm. original and everything else. I don't know, something about it I don't I don't care for it too much. But we could talk about that when we when we get into it. Yeah. Um you ready to go? Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's play it again. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Steven here, and I'm here with my buddy. What's up? It's Jason here. And we're going to do a little movie called The Warriors. And particularly a good day to do this movie because the Lakers won last night. They beat the Warriors yeah. handedly. Yeah, I was glad that you canceled yesterday, actually, because I was like, oh, it'd be nice if we if we record this after they lose. Yeah. Fucking losers. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, so the movie is directed by Walter Hill. It is based off the book by Sol Urich, which has become one of my favorite books ever. It stars Michael Beck, James Remar, uh, Deborah Van Valkenburg, and uh, Marcelino Sanchez, David Harris, a bunch of different people. We'll talk about them when we get into the cast. Uh, it came out February 9th, 1979, and it had a budget of only $4 million, and it made $22.5 million. So it was actually a pretty big success. Um, but let's start at the beginning like we always do and talk about the first time we saw this movie. Before I watched this movie, I I knew about it but had waited to see it for some reason. Um, I think I saw it in uh, late high school, maybe just after high school. Um, there's this band uh, back in the day that we used to go watch a lot, and they were called The Warriors. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a sick-ass name, like. You know, it's a perfect name. At the time, it was just like, I don't know. It was just it was just right, I guess, like for the era. I don't know. But um, anyway, I was like, the Warriors. The Warriors is like, that's cool. And then it reminded me of the basketball team yeah. that my school had in sixth grade that I was on. And oh. they were also the Warriors. Damn, I didn't know you played basketball. For a semester or something. Yeah. yeah. Just to show my brother I could play sports. <laughs> <laughs> That year I did flag football because that's all we had. Yeah, and uh, basketball on purpose. But anyway, yeah. Um, and then this band comes along. I was like, "Oh shit, the Warriors! That's a cool ass name." And then somebody was like, "Oh, it's 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 named after a movie." 
it's a movie from the seventies or something. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh really? And you know, I, I didn't jump at it to try and watch it, but I ended up watching it later on on TV on what was it? Uh, AMC probably it came on yeah, yeah. or one of those. <clears throat> and I, I, I fell in love with the movie and I first saw the movie without the comic book strip. Yeah, me too. Um, and then I saw it after with, with it. Um, but yeah, that that's the first, you know, age probably around there, like eighteen maybe. I saw this movie, <clears throat> right? Yeah, uh, but fell in love with it and loved it ever since. And I'm kind of surprised a lot of pe- some people don't know this movie. Like some, it, it's like, um, I mean, it's from 1979, and it's not like a huge blockbuster. It has a cult following now. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of like young men, which yeah. it, which is great because it's it's about it's like about about young men. Yeah. You know, how old are they supposed to be? Um. So, in the book, uh, they're like nobody's over eighteen. Oh. no one's over eighteen, which is which which is crazy. We'll talk we'll talk about the book right now. Um, after I get through this, um, so. For me, um, I met this dude in high school, and we became. Did you Did you have any friends in high school? He became really, really tight with for like a couple years, and just never talked to again after high school. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So I, I met I met this dude in high school, and we just fucking were thick as thieves for like two, three years. Yeah. And I'd spend the night at his house all the time. He had a pool. His house was huge, and got really um, like good with his family and. Uh, we his uncle, which dude, he was like he was a cool dude, but he would drink a lot and then sometimes get pissed. I remember one time we were playing Garfield Monopoly and he was drink he drank two like thirty two ounces and Ooh. I was out dude, I was killing it at Monopoly and at the end of the day he was just like sitting there staring at me, like <laughs> all pissed off and then just like you really wanna fucking play like that and blow like getting fucking pissed. Oh shit. Dude, it was re- it was really funny How now old that was I look that back. Guy? Dude, he had to have been like in his fifties. Oh, and I was like, I was like proper old. Yeah, and he was drunk and pissed that I was beating him at Monopoly. (laughs) But anyway, so one day we're like chilling. I think it was a night after I had spent the night, so Uh we woke up eating food, chilling, and then um, he's like, "Have you guys seen this movie?" And we're like, "I'm like, I've never even heard of this movie." He's like, "Oh, it's it's great. Like you got to watch it." And then he put it on for us and. I was probably, well, I think I was like 15, 16, something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, watching the movie, it's super cool. It's about gangs in New York. Um, you know, the fight scenes are cool. But obviously, it's from the 70s. I'm, I'm not a, like, I'm not a person that shies away from like older movies, but the stylistically, the movie just had something. Mm-hmm. Like the the music is fucking fantastic, yeah. and music's cool. Just something about it, like just draws you in, and it's just really really cool. And like we said, we saw the version without the comics on yeah. it, um, and so we watched it. And then I remember us watching it a couple more times. And then this is at the time when you could go to Blockbuster and rent movies. So I, I started renting it, and then as soon as I like realized how much I liked it, yeah, um, I. Went. I don't. I don't remember where I bought that DVD from, but it it was like an anniversary edition, the director's cut. Yeah. So I went now. I went out and I bought it, and then ever since then, I just you know put it on like at least once a year, probably. So I've seen this movie a, a good amount of times, um, and you know, it's it's an awesome movie. I yeah. I really like it. It's very simple, very stylistic. Oh, yeah. 
the dialogue and the acting isn't great. I love but the dialogue. I love the dialogue too. I love the lingua that they have in there. I, yeah. I know I wrote that down in my notes. Like the the language that they use for fighting for uh, fucking weak people for like, everything. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just great. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's covers where we were when we first saw this movie. So um, let's talk a little bit about the cast before we jump into everything else. Um, there's not really much to talk about in the cast because uh, a lot of these people didn't go on to do a whole bunch more stuff. Yeah. Um, Michael Beck, who plays Swan, apparently Walter Hill saw him in a movie or a play with Sigourney Weaver, and he wanted to cast him because of that. And then he wanted Sigourney Weaver. Uh, he wanted Sigourney Weaver to be Mercy in the movie, but Deborah Van Van. Valkenburr came in and her like the casting director was really pushing for her and then he was impressed by her and saw that they had like pretty good chemistry with the rest of the cast so he cast her um but yeah Mike uh, Michael Beck I know he's been in some other stuff I don't know that much of it I haven't seen him much in anything the big name in here I think is James Remar he's in fucking so much different stuff he plays Ajax in the movie um a lot of people probably probably know him from uh Fucking, uh, what's that show? Dexter. He's Dexter's dad. Um, he's in The Girl Next Door. He's in, dude, he's in so many th- different things. And yeah. he, he's got a great voice. He's been in a bunch of different shit over the years. Uh, 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy and fucking Nick Nolte. He's in Django Unchained shortly. Uh, he's got a really small part in that. Just a bunch of stuff over the years. Very, very prolific actor. Yeah. What? He's Raiden. Oh yeah, he's Raiden in the seek the very shitty sequel to Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's James Ramar. He's like the most notable person in this movie. Um, next, probably David Patrick Kelly, who uh, is in Commando. <laughs> um, he's in a bunch of shit too, actually. Yeah, he's in John Wick. Yeah, he's in John one. Wick. He's like the the dude that cleans up everything. Mm-hmm. He's got a very distinct uh, voice. Yeah, he's in Commando. He's in the Longest Yard, the remake with fucking. Adam Sandler, uh, Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis, oh, which yeah. is a uh, movie I gotta re- I gotta re- I, I gotta revisit. I haven't watched it in a long time. Watch um, so much, but yeah, he's probably the most uh, the second most notable person. But um, yeah, apart from that, I mean, the other biggest role is uh, Deborah Van <coughs> Valkenburr. She plays Mercy. Oh, shit, he's in the Crow, bro. That's a huge one. Yeah, he is in the Crow. Um, yeah, and then everybody else kind of isn't in a whole lot of stuff, so we don't have to go too far into the cast. Yeah. But, I mean, the cast is very diverse. It's really, really fun cast. I think everybody serves their purpose very well, and I think that goes uh, – it plays very well into how uh, – because not only is this movie based on a book, but uh, there's a video game of this movie, and uh, it's probably one of the – best video game adaptations i've ever played ever mm-hmm. it's really really fun and all these different actors um their mannerisms and their and and like it's it's just great uh, i'll talk about it in in length once we get past like the movie stuff and let's let's remember too i'm sure we will but the big question of the movie is what happens to war chief oh to cleon to cleon yeah yeah um yeah he he you gets mur- he gets murdered by elbows. Dude, they killed him for sure. Oh, you think so? Oh, they absolutely killed him. Oh, okay. For sure, for sure. Okay, so... Never mind. I guess not. 
No, I mean we could talk about it. I, I wanted to, when we when we're going through the beats, I'm going to talk about it. All right, so this movie came together. Walter Hill talks about how it came together really fast. They wanted something. They wanted something very cheap, and they wanted it based off this book by Saul Urich, which I read this book maybe five years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It was quickly, because I've read plenty of books in my life, and there's been a lot of page turners where like um, I'll read, and an hour goes by, and I'm like, oh, shit, I read so much, and blah, 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 whatever. But this is the only book that I've ever read where, like, I woke up in the morning and I picked this shit up and I'm like reading it every fucking spare minute of the day for like a week. I was reading this book. It's not very long. So if you guys want to go out and read it, it's 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 out there and it's super short. The only thing that I would say is like be forewarned because this book is very, very vile. It's 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 like if Lord of the Flies made it back to the mainland. So the the book is about society collapsing and then these very young men who bond together through violence and you know misogyny and and like just Mm -hmm. just it's just fucking crazy like the animal instinct there's nothing else out there for them this is all that they're doing um pretty much every character in the book is there's there's white characters in the book but pretty much all the characters in the gang are black um and they're just they're pit up against this society that's abandoned them like their families aren't there for them they're the like it's just fucking chaos you know in the city and the 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 main story follows the the story of of the movie but there's just moments in there especially with mercy and some other women in there there's like a fucking there's a gang rape in there there's a murder they have sex on top of a dead body it's really really bad but the reason why I like it so much is because it it's um I don't know if anybody else took it this way and I don't know if Sol Yurik's like uh like reason for writing it this way mm-hmm. is it reminds me of like being in high school in the locker rooms and somebody's getting made fun of and if you don't make fun of them too like you're the fucking you're the odd man out and mm-hmm. people are going to fucking roast you and like that feeling of not liking yourself because you have to participate in these horrible things, mm-hmm. you know, um, because a lot of the characters in the book, like I said, in the book, nobody's over 18. No one is. And they're doing these vile atrocities and you get insight into the minds of like these characters and they're they all feel terrible about what they're doing. But like if they don't do these things, they're dead. Like mm. if you show weakness for a second, they'll mur- they'll murder you. Yeah. And uh, just that, like, just it just seemed like a tale about like the like toxic masculinity and, and like on steroids and like how dangerous it could be to just like lose yourself to those to those um, you know feelings and stuff. It's it's just it's and it's very well written too, yeah. but. Like I said, be forewarned. If you go to read it, it's not like an easy read to sit through if you don't like violence and chaos and shit like that. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, because in the movie, I mean it. I it does it doesn't explain what's happening, but you do get the sense of man, this is not a regular. Like I know from documentaries that New York City in the seventies was oh gnarly like, as fuck, crazy, yeah, super crazy. It seemed like a post apocalyptic world in some yeah. parts. Um, from from videos I've seen, and uh, this this seems like that, but like, yeah, well, like you know, amped up. Walter <clears throat> Walter Hill 
when he made this movie, and it's not very. I mean, it's not as violent. You, as the book. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's not from as violent. What, violent, but well, that's why when when they got the rights to the book, he told the producers, he's like, dude, I would love to do this, but nobody's gonna let us make this movie. Yeah. It's too, <laughs> it's too fucking crazy. You can't it's too show weird. people having sex on a corpse. Yeah, like it's it, so they had to like obviously <laughs> they had nuts. to like change a bunch of shit, and then the studios. Obviously, for commercial reasons, they're like, we can't have an all black cast. Like, and and I could understand that too. If there was a movie about like fucking gang violence or whatever, and with the all black, you gotta have cast, some like, people sprinkled in there. Yeah, and they do. They have Cleon. Yeah, they, they got do. Cochise. They got um, Snow. Um, but basically, uh, what Walter Hill said about this movie, and and I didn't even realize like in the fi- there's a lot of gang movies in the fifties about like motorcycle riders mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, but Walter Hill said there's a couple reasons why he thought this movie was so successful. One, it was a bunch of young men going to the movies that, you know, saw themselves in it because they were in gangs and shit oh, like yeah. that. Oh, and, man, I didn't even think about that. And uh, another thing is this is the first movie where when there's a gang in a movie, it's not, oh, how do we fix this problem? They're par- the problem of society. It's like showing a gang as like, a, a family like mm-hmm. an organization that you have to stick together and you have to like prevail like you you don't have anybody else but this gang this yeah. family you know yeah. so that's uh that's how the how like his perception of why it was so popular because the movie actually did really well and apparently upon release uh it, it was doing good but um, Walter Hill also said because there was a bunch of like violence that broke out at a bunch of the screenings. Oh, I bet. Like the like after the first weekend, like rival gangs. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> like somebody asked Walter Hill, like, why do you think that happened? And he was like, Well, I'm pretty sure it's because it's a movie about gangs, and then you had all these kids in New York and wherever going into a theater, enjoying this movie, and then looking across the aisle and be like, Oh shit, those are those dudes that we don't like. Yeah. That's fuck- uh, yeah. And then this movie's amping them up. Like they would get into fucking crazy ass like. <laughs> disputes and shit yeah um so yeah and then after that apparently they um they took all the marketing like all the posters all the radio ads all the tv ads oh, off but the movie still made 22 million dollars on a four million dollar budget so they already knew about it right yeah, yeah, so yeah they yeah. took all that shit away but they're like oh no but there's still this you gotta go watch this movie yeah right? word of mouth yeah. was way different yeah. back then for sure yeah um but yeah that's that's how like the reception was and everything like that um, there was cool little things in there that I I think because on the DVD there's a documentary about the making of the movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what I found funny is the character that plays Fox. Oh, him. Um, can't remember his name off the top of my head. But the only other movie that I've seen him in, which I absolutely adore, is The Thing. He plays Windows in The Thing. Mm. But um, so Walter Hill met him and he thought he was like the next James Dean, which I don't know why. He's not a particularly great actor and he's not particularly good looking either. He definitely doesn't look like James Dean. But uh, he was like amped up. And uh, the Fox was supposed to be like way more prevalent in the in the movie, mm-hmm. like way more of a main character. But before they started filming, uh, they were like at some screening or something. And Walter Hill offer, offered him a drink of something and he like refused it like was just really cold with him and then right away they started butting heads on oh. the set and then i guess uh since they were butting heads that actor threatened to go to like fucking whatever organization and report it to paramount um that the working conditions were unsafe and everything like that so then walter hill was like 
we got to fucking get rid of this guy. Like, we're going to fire, oh, we're going to fire him and then uh, basically just kill him out of the movie. And the stunt coordinator's like, oh, how the fuck do I do that? I don't care how you kill him, just kill him oh, wow. in the movie. Um, so. If you notice, and I and I notice because I knew this story before, but when I was watching it, uh, when him and Mercy are together in the subway station, like her backstory, because she wasn't there for that film, that's filming that scene either. So her hair is like way more straight and like longer, mm-hmm. and her back's turned. And you see, uh, they got an extra stuntman on the side to throw him in there because he was supposed to end up with with Mercy. Um, but then after they got rid of him, uh, Walter Hill saw how much, uh, her and Michael Beck had, like their chemistry was really good. So they just wrote that into the script apparently. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got on, uh, behind the scenes, I think. But, uh, yeah, let's jump into the actual movie. Dang. I was just picturing that all, that whole scene right now in my head as you were saying that I was like zoning out, (laughs) watching him fall into the train. Yeah, it's it's or get thrown into it's cut it's cut really uh really quickly in the movie. Yeah. Um What do you got up first? Just the intro to all the gangs on on the train making their way to the meeting. It's cool. You see the diversity and you know their 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 attire and I don't know. I I like to pick out like why'd they choose that color? Yeah. Why'd they choose this? Why'd they choose that? No, it's 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 super it's it's super cool. I love the way this movie starts. Yeah. You see Coney Island in the dark at mm-hmm. night. You see the, the fun wheel or the wonder wheel and the music starts playing. The music mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah. And Cleon just gives it. You don't even really know what's going on. His line is, it's still on yeah. and we're going. And then you get all the other gangs, but then you get little inserts of yeah, fucking the, talking of the warriors. On the way. Yeah. What do you know about Cyrus? Yeah. What do you know about Cyrus? It's, like, so it, sick. it's it's fucking cool, and you're yeah. getting the subway, and yeah, you're seeing all these other games, which is something that I love about the video game so much because the video game, um, a little bit like the book, because the book starts in the meeting is actually the book starts when they're in the after Cyrus gets shot in the cemetery, oh. but it goes back and it gives a little backstory. But the video game, it starts three months before the movie, oh, um, and it shows that like the war because. In the book, uh, the the gang's called the Destroyers. Actually, the Warriors are just what they what they call gang members in the city. Oh, but in the video in the video game, it starts three months before, and it shows how uh, they like how they got an invitation to this thing because they're like up in, they're an up and coming gang because Cleon and Swan left. Uh, no, Cleon and I think Cleon and Swan left another gang called the Destroyers mm-hmm. with some other dude. But in the video game. You uh you meet a bunch of these other gangs. So like uh the, in the intro, you see the guys with the gold jacket. Those are the electric eliminators. It says it on their jacket. Um, Such a lame name. Yeah, I I love all the names though. Uh, it's fucking awesome. Uh, you see the electric eliminators. Those Asian guys waiting. Those are the Savage Huns. Yeah. Uh, all the the. Uh, the, That's a cool name. It is a cool name, but all the fucking uh, minorities are very racist. It's <laughs> super racist yeah. names. Like you have the guys from Spanish Harlem. The they show them in the crowd at the beginning of the movie. The guys with the fucking like Cuba hat. I don't know oh, Miami hats. Yeah, those guys are called uh, the the Hurricanes or something like that because they're from <laughs> from Cuba or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, you get to meet a lot of these games, Turnbull ACs and fucking yeah. Van Cortlandt Rangers and everything like that. It's it's really really cool. But uh, yeah, that whole intro just draws you in, and you don't know where you're going yet, really. Yeah. Um. And it's just it's just really really cool. Shortly after that is uh, 
when they're at the meeting. Yeah. And they're there for the speech. And you just are taken back by the numbers. Like, Dude, there's so what, many people. What? What's the number in the book that it's supposed to be? Um, it's something like it's something like uh, like a thousand, yeah. like a thousand people there, uh, because they go they do go with nine delegates of yeah. the gang. Yeah, so like the all the gangs have more people. These are just like the people that they, they chose, chose. Yeah, that they chose there, and uh, it's dude. I, when we get further into it, we can talk about the video game more. It's just, it's just such a good game. It's so cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, that scene is great, and Cyrus is. His speech and like his voice, his voice is fucking yeah. awesome. And the and the and just the way he 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 words things also. Yeah, you know, it's so like, can you dig it? Can you? It's so. It's it, it's that's what's cool about this movie is the way they talk. It's not yeah, the same. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same way now that you would deliver that line. Oh no, definitely not. Like now, if you said, "Can you dig it?" It'd be like, "Can you dig it?" Yeah, it'd be like yelling it like yeah. like you're fucking. Furious, you it's know? dude. Yeah, it's really cool. His cadence, his yeah. it, like his whole speech is awesome, and you get why like all these young kids are like, yeah, this yeah. guy, yeah, he, he knows what he's talking about. And we we could fucking take this city <clears throat> yeah. by ourselves, you know. Like it's it's very this movie rem, like f- feels like a uh, prequel or like um, something close to like Escape from New York, yeah, like. Yeah. If Cyrus's plan went through yeah. and then America just had to get rid of Manhattan, like yeah. that's why New York is a prison now, mm-hmm. you know. They just all the rich people left and this is all yeah, that's like, left. That's yeah. all that's left there. Yeah. And uh yeah, dude, his speech is just fucking awesome. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> just so fucking cool. Um of course, it's it's cut short by fucking Luther and the rogues um, passing that gun along. What's the what was the reason he just felt like doing it? He says it at the end yeah. of the movie. He's like, I just like doing stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy person, dude! I know. Uh, so uh. he he shoots him, and then everybody's going crazy. Uh, the fox sees him, yeah. but he never. Which you know that probably would have been more prominent later on because he saw him. Um, but they kill Fox off like pretty yeah. pretty early on. But uh, I, I in the documentary on the DVD, I think they said that like all the people that were there because like when everybody's scattering, it looks like mayhem, but also kind of like oh, they yeah. they planned it. Yeah, and yeah, I think they gave people a number. And it's like oh, if you're this number, you run that way, and if you're that number, you run the other way. Uh, so everybody's just fucking like. like book like booking it in opposite directions. Yeah, but I love how like Cleon tells them to get out and and he goes to investigate because he's just like you know the confidence that and we don't get to know cleon very well they should have kept going dude the the confidence like the confidence that cleon has to like dude fight people and to like just go up and see what's up and and everything Ah. like that it's just really cool and then it's and it and then it's Amplified in his choice for War Chief to succeed him in Swan, because yeah. dude, Swan is so fucking oh, rock, like, like just so cold, movement. dude. Like, yeah. he's such a good War Chief. And then I, lo- and then you know, we were talking about the lingual that they have. I love the hierarchy and like how that, like, uh, when they get away from that scene, and then Ajax immediately was like, "Who made you lead it?" Yeah, like I want to be Warlord. So it's either Warlord or War Chief or whatever. And then like, 
they're telling him to cool. It's like, come on, Ajax, cool it. Like, fucking yeah. Cleon made Swan War Chief and shit. I love that shit. And then, like, oh, uh, boppers. Like, hey, boppers. Oh, we're going to get bopped or we got to yeah. bop our way back bop home. Bop our way back. Just, or wasted. Yeah, wasted. We're going to get jabbed. We're going to get jabbed. Which I don't know. Jabbed. I don't know if that's a, if that's a racial thing, it but is. it sounds like it, it for, sh- for sure is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just It's just really cool. And then, so... After after they get away and they, they take that breather in the cemetery, um, we get more uh, more introduced to like these people's characters, like how they're reacting to what happened and everything like that. So we're stuck. There was nine of them. So Cleon gets elbowed to death, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Luther, and then that's Luther takes the opportunity, dude. He if it was anybody else, if Cleon would have just left, I don't think they, no. they would have. It, it would have been. Uh, they wouldn't have been a able for them. to blame it on anyone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, fucking wouldn't be able to blame it on anybody, but Cleon dies. And then in the cemetery, now we're left with Swan, Cochise, Vermin, Snow, Ajax, Rembrandt, and Cowboy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Damn. it. Very good. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's, 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 we get more introduced and people are like out of breath and like, it's just, it's just really cool. And then we immediately, I think, go from there to uh, they know they have to make the train and they're wondering if the truce is still on. Not yeah. not aware right now that uh, the whole city is going to be looking for them. Uh, what do you got there? During that scene when they're running away is uh, that cool song. Nowhere to run. Yeah. Um, One so, of the great songs. Nowhere to hide. So I was gonna bring that up. Um, One of the great that's songs we, in the movie. That's when we get in, introduced to uh, Lynn Thigpen, who plays the DJ, mm-hmm. who just has such a fucking awesome voice. Yeah. Her mouth, the way her mouth moves in this, because that's all we see is her mouth against the the microphone. Yeah, and she's kind of the narrator, the watch. And that's another thing we didn't mention this. So the the movie's based off this book by Solier, but um, and they mention it in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book is based off of this old Greek story about a, a like battalion of Greek soldiers mm. that got stranded after a battle, and they have like a thousand miles to get to like to make it home. Oh yeah, that's why yeah. I mentioned that in the, in the beginning. In the, in the beginning, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we get introduced to her. So because Luther called out the warriors, the Rifts, the Gramercy Rifts, who are Cyrus's gang, the biggest mm. gang in the city, um, they put out a hit pretty much and put uh, that request for the song. I don't know if you noticed, but did you re- did you notice in John Wick Four when they do the- dude? I was sitting there. I was like, "Wait, are they doing what I think they're doing?" Yeah, it's, and they started doing. It. I was like, "Oh, this is fucking great!" And they but, even what? But no, go finish, finish. No, I was like, they even because uh, in the movie when when they're showing all the other gangs get ready, the baseball furies are walking up the stairs and they're grabbing their their bats, and then in John Wick they're doing the same thing, but they're grabbing like fucking yeah. machine guns dude, and shit. I think the in- part of the story of John Wick is directly influenced by this movie that's true it, it's like it, it feels like the it. high table is the is the gramercy what was gramercy riffs riffs yeah. yeah is the high table yeah right yeah and the high table is just like all right john wick john wick is the warriors yeah yeah and there's all these guys out there trying to kill him yeah it, it, it's all these gangs trying to it's get great them. i don't know who directed this last one but it's great that dude part four i think is like Part four is fucking great. I think is, I, I kind of like it better. If I were to rank, yeah. I think it would go one, uh, four, three, two. Really? Yeah. I would go one, four, two, three. Uh, I really don't like part three. I like part three better than two. 
Really? Yeah. The the action is cool, but yeah. the story just goes off the wide. I, yeah. I, I I like really felt like it, it jumped the shark. I was so surprised about how much I liked part four. But part four was incredible. It was fucking awesome. Regardless, um, but yeah, this if, movie if, directly influenced that and many others. Yeah, definitely a know? whole bunch of them. Or um, just just some things like creatively, you know, like fucking Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy, dude, fucking old dirty bastard. Bad boys. Yeah. Old dirty right. bastard. Warriors come out to play. Uh, exactly. You know? Um, yeah, but it's, dude, this movie's, yeah, it has influenced a bunch. It has just this crazy cult following and, like, it, it, there's pop culture references and a bunch of different yeah. things. TV shows, movies, everything. It's music. It's it's awesome. This movie's great. Yeah. Um, after we get away from the um, cemetery and we we find out that the Rips put out that hit on them, yeah, uh, we're at the train platform when they're waiting, yeah, and then we really start seeing uh, Swan's like savvy of being war chief and how how restrained he has to be, yeah. but he'll fight when he has to, yeah, because they're all waiting there, and then fucking. Ajax is like, come on, what are we waiting yeah, for? Yeah, these guys are wimps. Guys we'll are wimps. Look, dude, uh, Swan, yeah, he's he's just like, we need to put as much space between us and these guys. And, man, when they finally do fight, it's against the Baseball Furies, right? I think that's the first fight they get in here. Yeah. But, he, oh, no, he, he's not there for that. Oh, he is, the, he is there. Yeah, for Swan's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that fight scene, dude. The choreography in this movie it's is awesome. really fucking good, dude. When they fight the punks in the bathroom, that scene's yeah. so awesome. Oh um, my god! But yeah, so they're wait, they're 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 standing there. They're at the train platform, and they're, everybody else is like, "Why? Why?" I love I love that everybody's like, "Come on, come on, let's go!" And blah blah. blah. And then fucking Swan's like, "Just keep talking." And then the fucking <laughs> turnbull, the turnbulls come up, yeah. skinheaded fucks. Yeah. Coming down the street, and then they see that they turn around. They're like, "Oh shit!" And fucking gotta go. I just love, like I said, the hierarchy and the di- dynamic of the characters because the fox is like the scout, so yeah. the scout has to go and like ahead look for shit, make sure everything's clear, report back to the war chief. Rembrandt is the fucking uh, the rider. He's got to make their mark everywhere, and then you know Ajax is the muscle yeah. and a bunch of other shit, you know. But yeah, they have to book it to the train platform. That's so fucking far. Like too, super far when they run. I I'm like my my only because obviously they're running from that car, and I'm just like, oh, it's such a beat down car there, yeah. and with all those dudes I in, inside it and on top of it, that it's not moving yeah, that fast. They don't maintenance that shit. Yeah, hell no, definitely that not. Shit's barely running. Yeah, yeah. In the video game, their like leader is a guy in a wheelchair, and you have to like fucking fight him oh, <laughs> it's shit. really it's really funny uh but yeah it's 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 super funny um but yeah they they make it to the fucking train platform yeah uh oh so they all hop hop the fucking turnstile, the, yeah. the turnstile to get on the train yeah. and then they they get in and they think they're home free i was laughing at the beginning the intro when they're showing i can't remember what gang it is but like they have one dude paying the whole time oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. what a what a tough gang yeah. paying for their fare to get wow. into the subway that is funny but yeah they think that they're home free um but uh there's a fire on the yeah. on the railway they gotta walk. so they get dumped out um can't remember where they get dumped out but they run into the orphans which is another great scene but Baseball Furies is before that, right? Before mm-hmm. the orphans. No. Because uh, 
they're all together when when they meet the orphans and they meet Mercy. And then when they get to the next train station, that's when they get split up. Because when they get there, they have the train's not moving and the cops show up. Oh, okay. So yeah, they yeah. get split up. Yeah, you're right. I looked at my notes wrong because I had just put Baseball Furies. But I was going off of when uh, when they first show them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. when they're walking up the steps. Yeah, yeah. Bad. yeah. No, that's all good. Um, yeah, so they meet the the meet the orphan so they're walking through the city and they see these guys on top of a roof like checking them out <laughs> and then uh they walk up and they see like the not the whole game but like a, a good handful of orphans there what did you have there that you're laughing at i zoned out and i was looking at the line or when you were saying the the timeline i totally missed when uh when they do escape from the turnball acs right mm-hmm. uh and they're on the train and he's like, those were some desperate dudes. We was desperate, too. Oh, no. He's like, so was we. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. The the dynamic between the characters and everything is just so fucking cool. But, yeah. Sorry. Where we see the orphans. Um, and then uh, I that whole conversation that they have, like, yeah. Fox goes up with Swan. I love him. I love the orphan leader. Um uh, uh, and they all have names, dude. The video game gives so much detail to all this shit. It just That's makes cool. it so much fucking better. But um, the orphan leader, he tells him, "You come in, no permits, yeah. no parlay." He's like, I'm "Parlaying right now." Yeah, yeah. It, it's just fucking cool. The language, the just, just the how that world works is just so fucking cool. Yeah. And then he's gonna let him go, and then enter Mercy. Oh god. Fucking running her fucking mouth. No mercy at all. I know for real. <laughs> running her mouth gets gets the fucking orphan dude all all fucking butt hurt. You gonna so. let the, any 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 one soldier on through? Then everybody's gonna be here. Um, like, so he tells him, uh, "Take off your colors. You could go through the the city, or you could go through the town if you." If you walk through as fucking soldiers, uh, yeah, you have to be civilians. If you go through as soldiers, I got to come down on you. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. He's <laughs> like, yeah, dude, don't yeah. fucking take, don't take your colors off. Fuck Especially that. after we were cool just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to fuck them uh-huh. back down. Hell yeah. no. So they they walk off. The orphans go to get fucking round up their numbers. I love uh, when before they start talking, like he tells one dude and he just runs off and he's like, you know where he's going? Yep reinforcements yeah it's just like dude this is so cool yeah and then uh obviously they're walking away and uh mercy follows him she's like ooh, those guys seem way tougher than these fucking losers i'm mm-hmm. hanging out with here so she goes she follows them and they bring her over and then i love ajax grabs her and we know he's a fucking sexual assaulter uh <laughs> piece of shit yeah uh and then swan's just like let her go and he's just like like just pissed off pissed off about it yeah and uh yeah it's just really cool and then they're talking to, talking to her giving her shit and then fucking the line that swan gives her maybe we should just run a train on you you might even like you that. might like it i think that's a direct reference to the book because it's her that they run a train on and it's oh. on a dead body it's fucking oh, crazy yeah how dude it's crazy so they're they're trying to get home and it's like three or four of them or something and then they 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 walk up like there's this bum and he's like all like crippled or whatever and when they're walking past him one of them thinks he says something to him so he's like what'd you fucking say oh man what'd you say and then he fucking pushes him up against the wall and like somebody tosses that guy a knife 
and he stabs him and then he throws the knife up in the air and then another dude fucking grabs him and then and then and they just take they're throwing the knife up in the air and they take turns stabbing this dude and then he fucking kills over and dies and then uh they throw up the knife again and then mercy grabs it and then she stabs him and then they're like just like yeah yeah and then fucking as soon as she's done stabbing him uh they grab her and just throw her on the body and then they all just like oh. one one after the other it's it dude it's fucking crazy i'm telling you that book is fucking really bad hell? it's it's super gnarly who is this guy that wrote it uh some guy but i'm telling you it's it's just it's fucking insane it's one of the craziest books i've ever fucking read in my life his name's Saul Yurik. Yeah, he wrote that book in 1965, too. So oh, it's, wow. like, it was pretty panned when it came out. I mean, it was popular, but a lot of people were like, dude, what is it? This is, like, pornography, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know? But, like I said, if you really break the book down, it's way more about this, like, this fear of being ostracized and the whole and when the whole society has ostracized you and you have nothing else but to participate in like vile acts, otherwise you're fuck you're you're dead pretty much. Wow. It's it's fucking crazy. So after they uh talk to Mercy and they, they're bringing her along, that's when we get You see what happens, warriors? When you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wonder if that's like a it reference does. to that. It too. is, it is. It has to be. See what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's destroying a car too. But yeah, you see what happens, warriors? You see what happens when you mess with the orphans? And then, dude, the way they handle that is so cool. Pass the ball. Dude, Snow takes the... Knows right away. Just passes it, passes it. And then he rips Mercy's skirt off, lights it, and just... Boom! And then... But... Big explosion. Why throw it at the car? Because he wanted it to explode. But it wouldn't explode that fast. Maybe. Why not throw it directly at them? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, mean, I mean, he wanted the car uh, to explode, so. Yeah, but, dude, that shit ain't going to explode that fast. Yeah, it's movie magic. Okay. But, yeah. And then, uh, like we said, he, I think they go to the next train station. They get they get away. They go to the next train station. Yeah. And uh, train's not moving. It's taking a long time to leave. Mm-hmm. That's when the cops show up, yeah. and uh, they get split up. Yeah. Mercy goes with the Fox. I think Rembrandt, Cochise, and Vermin are together. And then the rest are together, and then the fox is by himself. Um, he has a struggle with the with the cops, mm-hmm. and he buys it, buys the farm, dies right away. And Mercy's left alone; she gets away, but we don't see what happens to her really. Yeah. Um, and then after that, that's when we meet the baseball furies. That's when uh, it's it's Ajax, Snow, Swan, and Cowboy that are together. And uh, they're just standing there, and they're just like, "What the fuck is this?" Because, dude, the baseball furies look crazy. They yeah. look, they look creepy as fuck. Yeah, um, super weird, super intimidating. Yeah. They all have bats. bats yeah. yeah, and they're just like, "What the fuck is?" But this? they're not very good at using them. That's true. <laughs> they really aren't. I think they're more for show than anything yeah. else. But uh, then we get that gr- that great chase scene in in the park. Uh, I love swans just know how like they're running and he's like all right we're far enough ahead of of cowboy and ajax that if we run into the dark right now they're not going to see where we go and Mm -hmm. the only people that they see are cowboy and ajax that's who they're chasing Mm -hmm. so they him and uh swan and snow dip off into the shadows get behind the fucking uh the baseball furies and attack them from behind and then that's when we get our first real like brawl yeah 
Um, but I love uh, as they're running and fucking Ajax, you know, he's a wild man and he's, he's, you know, he's crazy. I'm tired of running from these wimps. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's crazy, but he's part of this gang and he knows his role and he knows that he needs to take care. Because like as he's running, he's like, come on, like hitting, hitting cowboy on the yeah. arm. Like, like keep up, keep up, keep yeah. up, you know, like that. Those are his boys, you know. And then, yeah, Cowboy is just like, I'm not going to make it. You yeah. sure? Yeah. Oh, good. good. <laughs> Tired of running from these whips. <laughs> and then uh, there are a lot of uh, compilations of, like, best insults or best, like, comebacks yeah. uh, online. And I know I know for sure that one from uh, – because we were talking about Big Lebowski right now, the fucking uh, – I don't like you. I don't like your jerk off face. Oh, I don't yeah. like your jerk off attitude. I don't like you, jerk off. <laughs> but uh, in that same compilation, there's Ajax saying, I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, that's when we first get that to see. It sounds like a Duke Nukem line. It, it really is. It really <laughs> does. Dude, and then, and then that's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. like this movie has influenced so much. Yeah. Uh, but that's when we get our first real like brawl between the warriors yeah. and another gang, and we see their like their prowess and how good they are. Oh, they're really they good. And uh, we see Ajax uh, do stuff. What I love about it is so the um, in the video game you get to play as several different characters. You, I know you get to play as Ajax, you get to play as uh, Vermin, you get to play as Swan, mm-hmm. Rembrandt, and uh, everybody has a different like fighting style. The shit that they do. oh you get to play as Cleon. Everybody has a different fighting style and the shit that they do, but mm. everybody's got a finisher. And uh, oh, in, in, the, in this scene, uh, Swan's finisher is the fucking – the hit to the – like t- holding your hand in your hand and the hit to the gut and then the hit on the top of the head. And then you hit them again. They spin and hit the floor. Like that's his finisher. And uh. I just love like uh, – Rockstar made that game. The p- same people that make uh, Grand Theft Auto, which is a perfect company for that because it's just such a raunchy, like crazy game. Mm-hmm. But uh, just the the amount of detail that they put into like the research and knowing these different characters and watching the movie and all the different shit that they do, it's just really fucking cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that scene's awesome. They beat the baseball fears and they walk away with some bats to hold yeah. them over, like a video game. Like a video game, yeah. Get yeah. a weapon, walk away. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fucking so cool, man. Um, I gotta say real fast. Sure. I just remembered that before, I actually was interested about this movie before high school actually now oh really okay i I totally forgot lay that on me because of the baseball furies uh remember that band mudvane yeah i was a huge fan of theirs in eighth grade Mm -hmm. and they had a shirt that i got and it had the members of the band but dressed as the baseball furies oh really yeah (laughs) okay and i was like what the hell this looks cool but who are these guys yeah and then somebody was like oh that's That's from from the warriors i was like what's that They're like oh it's a movie yeah, so I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, so, um, I had known about the movie since then, but didn't watch. Just it hadn't watched until it. later. on. You know, back then, if you like, if something slipped your mind, you didn't see it online every other day yeah, or yeah. anything. You you didn't have a page like your inst like like on our Instagram, uh, played again, man underscore pod mm. on on Instagram, uh, <laughs> like. When I go to my, like, the search or whatever, like, it's all just movie shit. So you didn't have a whole, like, yeah. you couldn't like things and the internet would just feed you everything that you want yeah. to see. constantly reminded so if you it. So if you forgot about it, it, you just never thought about it ever again. There's, there's, and I've been on the internet today where I'm, like, looking at shit. I, I follow a bunch of nostalgia pages and shit. Yeah. And, like, I'll see stuff that 
I loved as a kid, and right. I totally forgot about it because I haven't seen it since then, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, it makes total sense that, like, you would have forgotten about that kind of, or, like, you know, just put it off until then, you know? Yeah, until, like, high school, yeah, like yeah. sophomore year. Um, but, yeah, so we get past the Baseball Furies fight, and then we meet up with Coach Cheese Vermin and Rembrandt, and uh, they're, wait- they're waiting at the train station, and they mm-hmm. run into the Lizzie's. They, they see some strange wool, as Ajax would put it, and uh, yeah, they um, they go off with the Lizzies, which is look. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's no time. Yeah, there really isn't. Rembrandt's yeah. the only one with the either a good head on his shoulders or a yeah not attracted to, to women, women. Pen- penis in his pants because the other guys are like oh yeah oh baby, yeah they're, they're, they're ready for it they're ready. It's like we got all the time in the yeah. world let's go he has the umbrella what a nice guy yeah dude. <laughs> it's it's just so funny they take them in then and speaks to how fucking stupid men are at no point do they question why are these chicks just so willing and ready to have and they're like oh take your pick from any of us to have sex with like at no point they're like oh this seems maybe like a bad idea right now for sure um but they go and they're with them and then we see we go back and we meet up with the with the others and we see that uh they're walking through the park and Ajax sees that chick on the uh, bench, and he's, like, super adamant about fucking going back. And then Swan tells him, you want to go? Go. Yeah. We're fucking out of here, dude. Yeah. we got to meet up with the others. Um, and then he goes, immediately gets handsy, like the fucking scumbag he is, yeah. and then pays for it. He gets yeah. fucking uh, tied up to the fucking uh, to the bench, or handcuffed to the bench, really. Yeah. And, yeah, he gets busted by the cops. That seems great, though. It's like, literally, he fucking... <laughs> Dude, the first cop that comes up just knocks him out. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. And then he gets hit and then fucking whips. And then that's when we see uh, Cowboy and Snow see him get taken away. Yeah. And at that point, uh, Swan's already made it to the platform. He's looking for the others and he meets up with Mercy. When I was writing my notes down, I was kind of forgetting because there's a whole point where cops show up with him and her and then they go through the subway. Um, They have to walk through the subway. Yeah. And then they don't meet up. He's by himself when they get to the platform or when he gets to the train station. And while that's happening, the guys are with the Lizzie's. Mm-hmm. And then these chicks are backing. They're backing. Yeah. And then the Lizzie's try to kill the Warriors. And then that's when uh, fucking Rembrandt knows, oh, the the whole city's looking for us. Uh, because oh, yeah, it, yeah. the chicks are like, oh, you guys shot Cyrus. And yeah. then it's like, oh, they think we killed Cyrus. Like, yeah. dude, every gang in the city is going to be looking for us. Right. Um, and then finally, they all meet back up on the, like, I, I love uh, Swans Alone, and then fucking Mercy shows up. She's like, hey, gotta talk to you. I, I love how Mercy talks, too. She's yeah, yeah. so cool. Doesn't she kind of remind you of Mila Kunis? I always thought that, yeah. yeah. I always thought that when I was younger. I was Because I, I was so dead set on remaking this movie, and I was like, oh, I would cast Mila Kunis as her for sure. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh I love that she's like that guy over there. He's he's after you. And he's like, I know he's on my ass, but now he knows I know it too. It's just <laughs> so so good. And then like they're like, come on, let's go. And then as soon as he sees his boys, he's like, yeah. yeah. Now we're gonna fucking bop. Now mm-hmm. now shit's gonna go down. And then I love uh, it's re- it's really fun comedic little thing. Um, and just something cool that I feel Walter Hill put in there when. 
they, they all go to the bathroom and then like Swan's standing in front of the door and then Mercy's like, I can't go in there. Mm-hmm. It's the men's room. And then Vermin just leans out. You kidding me? Grabs yeah. her and just pulls her in, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, dude, after all the shit that we've been through tonight, you can't go in a fucking oh, men's room? You're going to tell me right that, now you've never that's had the sex, line. Ha- never had sex in a men's room before? Because, yeah, yeah uh, uh, because they didn't put all the crazy-ass shit from the book in the movie, like, you know, there's the Swans conversation with Mercy about, oh, you don't know who you had it with last week. And she's yeah. like, maybe I like it that way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They make... Make, make the out. point that uh, yeah they make out and they make the point that uh, Mercy's super promiscuous and you know she's a woman who likes to have what she likes to have yeah um, but yeah they go into the bathroom and then that's when we get uh, probably the coolest fight in the whole the whole movie uh, the punks is what they call them uh-huh. the punks we get the fight with the punks in the bathroom I love that they all go in they line up and then we see the feet coming down or yeah. whatever which I don't know why they were hiding in the first place yeah. but. Uh, Rembrandt really can't do anything and he fucking as soon as the door opens he just sprays that dude in the face and then dude that fight is just really it's really cool so fucking cool and it's filmed really well it's such a small space and there's yeah. so much going on but I love uh, Mercy like yelling like get him get him and then she's like biting that dude mm-hmm. and shit uh, super cool um, dude in that fight I think uh they still have the bats and they're knocking some people out. Rem, uh, not Rembrandt. Uh, Vermin gets thrown into the mirror, like tossed over and fucking mm-hmm. hits the mirror. I love, you know, Swan's getting beat up and then he ends up fucking tossing that dude inside the fucking stall. It's just oh, a yeah. re- really, really cool fight scene. A lot of good throws in this movie. Yeah, a bunch of them. They're <laughs> fuck- it's fucking great, man. This movie is just so fun. Yeah. It's it's dark. It's gritty. It's it's awesome. It's, a, it's an awesome time. Do more people die in the book in these fights? Or are they just like beating dudes up? And you know and what? Going? In the book, I don't even think there are fights. Mm. If, if from what I can remember, I don't even think they get into one fight really. Oh shit! The biggest altercation that they get in, I think one of them uh, gets beaten beaten to death by the cops. Which is it's all the all, most of the names are different. I can't remember which ones are the same, mm. but all the names are different. And then there's one guy. He's like the Ajax character. I can't remember his name, mm. but he's like big and really ugly, and uh, he's like a fucking sexual predator. Mm. So when he goes to like have sex with that cop chick in the park, the cops show up and they pretty much just beat him to death. Oh, shit. And then they fucking kill that old bum, and then they just make their way back home, pretty much. I don't even think in the I don't even think in the book. Yeah, uh, they don't think that they killed Cyrus in the book either. Oh, what? his name's different too in the book. I can't remember. It's it's literally just about these kids that are like after this shit got broken up, like they're they're kid they're fifteen and yeah. they're out in the middle of the night and they're trying to get home and the, the whole world's dangerous. The whole world's a fucking yeah. cesspool of violence and crazy ass shit. So it's just it's just them trying to get home pretty much. Wow. Um, so, yeah, after after the fight in the bathroom, um, they get on the train, and they're pretty much making it all on the way home. I really, really love that scene while they're on the train getting home, and they go, come to a stop, and then these, these two young couples get on the train. Oh, they look yeah. like they like – they, it's High overnight prom. from prom. Yeah. And they're sitting there, and they're being loud and obnoxious and stuff, and everybody's sitting there quiet. They're all beat up. They're all dirty and – and like that one kid looks at them and he's like looking at Mercy and she's all dirty, looks at her feet, her feet are fucking black. 
And then I love how she like goes to move her hair, and then Swan just grabs her arm and puts it down. Yeah, like, fuck these. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like she's trying to like like you know yeah. look good really quick, and he's like, no, nah, just they need to know this is our train, pretty yeah. much. And then that guy doesn't say anything, but he like gives a nod and he's like come on let's let's get off right here let's get off right here like they, they need their their space they look like they've had a fucking night pretty much oh yeah and then uh they make it home i i, I don't know the subtlety of that scene i, I just really fucking love that shit yeah. um but uh they make it home and uh right away when they get i, lo- I love swan just this is what we fought all night to get back to yeah maybe i'll just take off but uh you know he's not taking off anywhere and uh yeah they make it home and then immediately pretty much the rogues show up yeah and then we get the most iconic uh thing from the movie it's fucking warriors come out to play oh god i want to fucking <laughs> strangle him dude I, I, dudes uh in in my research i think he wanted to have a dead pigeon in his hand or something like that something i can't remember what the fuck it was but walter harrell's like nah that's not gonna work here take these bottles and just do this <laughs> so he made it up on the fly to like just like i gotta fucking get this actor to fucking play ball Funny. um but i i don't know about you were you as watching as a kid all at all disappointed that there wasn't one last big rumble at the end no really just because, like, when they're they're under the pier and they're ripping off, like, dude, they're all ripping off, like, oh, bars yeah. and shit. I wanted to see some, like, fucking carnage. But as, as a young kid, I, I felt that when I first saw it. I was like, oh, I wanted one big more fucking, like, big-ass brawl or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it's way cooler the way it ends. Like, they go out to the beach. Luther's just trying to shoot him. He doesn't even want to fight. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go out to the beach. Swan fucking throws a knife in his arm. And then the rips show up. And uh, at this point, the Rips already know that the Warriors didn't do it. And then they're like, oh, no, we know we know who did this and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then I love the fucking line, you Warriors are good, real good, the best. It's just like so fucking yeah. cool. Because they are, man. They're fucking, dude, they're yeah. fucking champs. They made, they made it through some shit. Dude, yeah, the whole city after them, they fucking, yeah. their know-how. I mean, granted, they fucking lost stopped a off couple to. Guys. Yeah, lost a couple guys and stopped off to fuck some chicks really quick when they shouldn't have done that but uh yeah it's just it like it's fucking awesome dude. yeah they're, they're just they're the warriors are awesome and uh yeah basically fucking the rogues they're gonna get fucking murdered Oof. um yeah it's fucking great that's pretty much the whole movie pretty much out of there um do you have anything else from the movie that you need to talk about why are you so happy because i'm having a good time <laughs> Dude, he's fucking nuts. He's insane, dude. What about the money you owe? For what? <laughs> Who's he talking? He's talking to one of the Rifts guys? Uh, the I think he's talking to some other... Because they all have more gang members in their yeah. gangs. He's probably talking to one of his homies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, because he's... he's uh, He's talking to some somebody that doesn't know what happened at the meeting. Because he's uh, like, some guy Cyrus got shot. <laughs> yeah, well, they got what's coming to them and blah, blah, all that shit. Anyway. But uh, yeah, movie's fantastic. Um, I want to just f- fanboy over the game a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, the the game starts three months before the the movie does. So you you get to know these characters and how they end up getting invited to. You have to play missions to get invited to the fucking the meeting, mm-hmm. and then the last half of the game I think is like the actual movie. But the way the game is made is like you have these missions, these very linear missions where you like you're in the city, 
um, getting to know these people. But apart from that, in between missions, there's a you you have a gang hideout, right? And uh, when you're in your hideout, you can uh, upgrade your stats pretty much every time they work out and stuff. And then they have the radio playing, so you you hear the DJ talk about like the last level, like oh. The Van Cortland Rangers got burned by the this upcoming gang, the Warriors, and blah. So every mission, there's new like That's cool. she's talking about new stuff, and they're playing everything. And in your fucking hideout, everybody's hanging out there. You could talk to anybody. Everything. Everybody's got some dialogue. And then they have uh, a I think it's a pinball machine that you walk up to, and you could play previous previous uh, missions, but you could also play. Uh, you could also play no actually there's a map of Coney Island the subways and that's how you play the previous missions but the jukebox or not the jukebox the uh, the fucking pinball machine there's like mini games so you could play uh like king of the hill so like you 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 get to pick your gang you could be the warriors or any other gang in the game and and another gang and then fucking you have to go up on top of this hill and throw people off and whoever's up there at the the longest when the timer goes off you win mm. or there's like a like i can't remember what they call the taggers in the in in that game but there's another one where like there's different points where you have to fucking you have to like write and shit and mm-hmm. then people are trying to beat you up the whole time so uh. your gang's got to watch your back and that's another thing that's cool is like as as the the character you're playing you have the ability to say like oh hide because if the cops are there you hide in the shadows or wreck them all like you beat everybody up or watch my back while you're fucking uh, and everybody's got different attributes like i said so like swan oh okay so you're at your hideout right but then you could go outside of your hideout and then you're are in coney island so you could walk everywhere and you could go collect money from different like uh from different uh store owners and shit like that and then some rival gangs will come through the town and fucking like you have to fight them and then you're by yourself with one other person, but other warriors are around the around the town. Yeah. So you can fucking uh, go up to them and be like, soldier up, soldier up. So you could start walking around with like nine people. It's just so fucking cool. And then, like I said, everybody's got different attributes. So like Swan, you break a car open and he could steal a radio super fast, whereas somebody else is really, really slow. If you're Rembrandt, you can write really well, uh, like when you're tanked, because there's different places. Uh, in the missions, there's like bonus objectives. So like when you're in another gang's territory you uh there's like five places where you could fucking tag or whatever mm-hmm. so rembrandt's really good at tagging the other people are really shitty when you play as them and you get to know all these different games the hi-hats are the dudes that look like mimes uh, it's just so fucking cool i could talk about this shit uh, forever yeah, it it's, sounds it's cool man it's super duper awesome yeah but uh yeah that's the video game if if you if you guys haven't played it and you have a playstation 2 i think it's actually because i have it on my ps4 so if you guys have a PS4 and um, the controls, they're from PS2, so it's a little dated. But, dude, it's if you love this movie, you'll love this game because it, it yeah. just gives you so much more backstory on the on the the gangs and the characters and everything. It, it's just really, really cool. You, you could play other missions uh, where it shows you, like, how every member joined the gang. Like, it's, it's really fucking cool. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys want to, I think it's still on the PlayStation Store. If you guys want to download it, it's really, really fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think we're pretty much at the end here, uh, and we have to ask the hard question. I'm a producer. You're a producer. You get the rights to the Warriors. What are you doing with it? Um, probably. I. I mean. I. I guess I'd. I'm gonna say this, and I hate saying this, but I'd be interested in seeing it like a remake. Yeah, but not in the 70s. Really, like put it in the future or something. Well, that's one thing that I think. Well, because it doesn't say anything explicit in the book. Uh, but Walter Hill meant for this movie to be like uh, in the because the the way the director's cut starts 
when he's talking about uh, the the Greek mythology or whatever, um, when the movie actually starts, it says sometime in the future. Mm. Um, so he always intended it to be like, like how I said, like fucking uh, Escape from New York is in the future, which I think in that movie it's like 1997 or yeah. something like that, yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I th- that would that would be really cool. I I would like that. I I think if I remade it. I would make it like an alternate version of 1979 Silk. You could do it in the future, but I wouldn't want like flying cars and like shit like that. No, you know? maybe you don't. You don't have that, but like, like people dress differently. Yeah, yeah. Technology. Well, that's, is... that's that's mostly why I really want the 70 because I want people to dress like that and look and talk like that. Like mm. it's fucking cool. But yeah, I think the the same. I always wanted to. As soon as I saw this movie, I always wanted to remake it. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, this would be a fucking great remake of a movie. But now with the advent of streaming platforms and because I play the game, I would want to make a, a, series. a series. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like, like a limited series um, so I can show the three, like the, how the game starts three months before. And then the last – the movie would be like the last three episodes of that series. Right. Like that would be fucking super cool, I think. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that about does it for us here. Yeah. Um, play it again, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I have to ask you guys. Um, me and Jason, I really appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, we are trying to get up our followers on Spotify so that we can get more advertisements. So that way we can get more stuff done, get better equipment and shit like that, bringing you guys more stuff to enjoy. Um, so if you could, even if you don't listen to us on Spotify, if you listen to us on fucking Apple Music or whatever, can you go on Spotify because that's how we're gauged and just follow the podcast there. And then you could also follow us on our Instagram at playitagainman underscore pod. Same thing on TikTok. And yeah, that's about it for us. We'll see you next week. And for Play It Again Man, I'm Steven Valdez. Jason Brunez.